I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. is part of the You Haven't Heard This Productions and Publications Network. For more great shows and blogs and vlogs, please visit www.yhhtmpc.com. Welcome to YHHTMPC. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard This Music Podcast, a show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four... Welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, a podcast about lesser-known music by lesser-known artists that we believe are as good, if not most of the time, better than that in the mainstream. This is season... season something? This is season five, episode six, side B. With me, I have Michael, as always. How are you, Michael? You good? Very good. How are you? This went by very quickly from our last show, it seems like. Time went by quick. It does, yeah. I do this every week. I've got the A side and the B side, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's... Oh, you um, did two in a row last weekend, right? So you're pretty... pretty Yeah, last week was very busy. Um, Yeah, so thank you for joining me, Mike. I I believe you've got some music for us, and you've brought with you a guest. I did indeed. And welcome Sophie from Kudos. Sophie is from Cork in Ireland. Hello, thank you for having me on. It's our pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, we, we, what, what we'll do, what we'll do is uh, before you we introduce you and find out more about you, we're going to play one of your songs, and I'm going to play Molly. That was a, a single from last year, I do you believe? Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Came out in March last year. Okay, so we'll kick this show off with Molly from K- Kudos or Kudos. 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 Do 
Okay, so that was Molly by Kudos. That was a beautiful song, but there was something very bittersweet about it. Was that song um, about methyl dioxymethamphetamine by any chance? Um, it was indeed. It was, it was. indeed. <laughs> okay. um, I know that sounds very extreme, um, and I can't say that I've had <laughs> any experiences with it. But um, what it was was uh, myself and my sister had been living away for a long time on a little island called St. Helena. And it's a it's a very much a, a little bubble and a small community and small population. And you're kind of not aware of what's going on in the rest of the world. And when we moved back to Ireland, it was very harrowing to see how much kind of substance abuse had become kind of glamorized in social media and TV shows and, and music videos. And it was kind of like you can really see what impact it was having on people. And that's what the song was about then that, you know, like, OK, yes, you see it on TV and social media and it looks like a great time. But like, think of what impact it actually has. Right, it's a it's a beautiful song, but it it's not at the same time. Thank you. I I appreciate that you think it's beautiful. Um, I think it was just something that I had personally just had found upsetting seeing that is such a, a popular occurrence throughout the world, and uh, um, I felt like it was a topic that I wanted to write about. Yeah. No. I mean, it's. No, that's what music is, isn't it? The best music comes from the heart. So, yeah, wow, what, 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 a, what a uplifting start to the show. <laughs> Sorry, no. No, it's a great song. I mean, the, har- the harmonies are fabulous. I say, in, in all your, uh, I see yourself and your sister Laura, right, sing together, and uh, yeah, I think your correct. harmonies are really, really good. So, and certainly. Uh, came across in that song as well how long have you guys been doing music together uh pretty much our whole lives um we we always were kind of jamming and singing along at home from growing up our parents had a band and they were you know you, you when you're a kid even now i just think my parents are legends and um growing up watching them play made us want to play and so I can always remember singing with Laura around the house and I think it really seriously started when we were I think I was maybe 15, 16 and um, we were in school together and our music teacher asked us to enter a duet competition which was held in Dublin so we went on this big trip up to Dublin and we came first place against some serious competition and um, so it was a a singing duet competition and I think from there we, we really started to take it seriously then well we'll carry on catching up with you in a minute because we've got so much music to get through today I'm going to play another song before we carry on so I'm going to play Jamie Beale a guy called Jamie Beale and his song Borderline my name is Jamie Beale and I'm from Bath um, I would say that the sound is largely inspired by uh, pop music and psychedelia and there's like bits of rock and blues and funk thrown into the mix as well. In terms of people I'm inspired by or influenced by, I mean, it would be a lot of the 60s and 70s bands like the Beatles, Beach Boys, um, Jefferson Airplane, Jimi Hendrix, those kind of guys. But I listen to a lot of modern stuff like Sharon Van Etten, Alabama Shakes, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, that kind of stuff, really. I was writing the song in the middle of the third UK lockdown. And at the time, everything was up in the air. I was not knowing what was going to happen with my music career, 
whether I'd be touring again, any of that kind of stuff. I didn't know when I'd be seeing my friends and family. And I was also going through a breakup at the same time. So I think I went through a period of escapism. And in that period of escapism, Borderline came out and, and that's essentially what the song's about. It's just about escaping from a kind of bad place and trying to see the positives um, in your situation to get yourself out of it. You can find me on Instagram at Jamie B. Official, Facebook at Jamie B. Official, Twitter Jamie the Beal, and www.jamiebeal.com. I'm also on Spotify and iTunes.
Jamie Bill Wardline. If you want to find this guy, you can check the show notes. We'll leave everything to him in the show notes. Kind of like 80s pop, 80s, early 90s pop, but it had an indie feel to it. It's nice. I like it. Uh, yeah. So, Sophie, what kind of what kind of music do you listen to usually? I have very eclectic taste. Like I listen to absolutely everything. I work in a record store, so I kind of have to. <laughs> um, I, I absolutely everything about my life is music. Um, I just love it, and um, I kind of go through phases. I go through, you know, very folky indie music, acoustic, strip back stuff, to dance stuff, to classical, to bit of Bob Marley kind of thing but uh, it just depends on where in the world I am and what stage of life I'm at and what kind of what type of what time of the day it is even <laughs> when you say uh, what part of the world you're in you, you I mean I, I do follow you on Instagram just because like uh, the music and that and you, you seem to have done a lot of traveling over the last couple of years or you seem to are you different locations was that on tour or is that just part of traveling around the world or what were you what were some of your adventures so uh, probably our biggest adventure was when we moved to St. Helena Island in 2014 and we lived there for just over four years. Um, but through that, we we got to experience a lot of um, different parts of the world we hadn't experienced before. So to get to St. Helena, you need to get to South Africa and it's a six day boat trip from Cape Town. So we spent a lot of time in, in South Africa. We'd go to Joburg and Cape Town um, and explore there and then obviously then living on the island was an experience in itself and I felt like I learned different bits about the island every single day and different parts of the culture and um, then we did get to visit its sister island um, Ascension Island so that that was uh, a major part of travel for me was living abroad and going going through there um, I spent a lot of time in Europe um, hoping to gig a lot more in Europe over the next couple of years but yeah I'd, I'd say the biggest part of that was St. Helena and I do think that our music style evolved um, we we recorded our first album on St. Helena and we shot our first couple of music videos on St. Helena um, and that definitely did kind of mould the type of music we were writing because when you're in you know 25 degree heat every single day and you're kind of going through town in a convertible with the windows down and a warm breeze coming in and you're looking at the ocean you kind of you're either listening to like oh I don't know you listen to a lot of reggae music and a lot of music that you'd listen to in a club which I don't find myself doing that often driving through Ireland <laughs> um, it doesn't seem like the right vibe <laughs> Um, so it does for me it does depend like I feel like your your environment has a lot of impact on what kind of mood you're in and then what kind of music you're listening to and vice versa it was it was perfect your first album uh yeah perfect was our debut album that came out in 2018 2019 yeah sorry <laughs> yeah, well, that's, when um, I, that's when i first started following you actually so i, I caught you at the very beginning of your your career thank you for being along this yeah. journey with us Absolutely, it's been very um, good. Um, yeah, um, so yeah, we're going to play uh, a song of yours in a minute. We'll play Mike's first. So you you, you brought a yeah. song, haven't you, Mike? What you brought? Yeah, I brought. So last, uh, remember the last show we had? You had an artist. I think she was from Kenya, and she was talking about uh, Af, um, the Afro beats. Uh, genre music. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, we had a short conversation about that. So. So I actually have in um, in Nigeria. There's a label that uses my uh, system for releasing music, and he currently has probably about 50 artists uh, released 
uh, through our system. So I just kind of thought I'd, uh, in the spirit of the last meeting or last show, bring one of those artists along. So this song is uh, called Ginger Me, and it's by an artist, uh, Lumi Gray, from Nigeria. So crazy, baby. How I deserve this energy, baby. Make me make this reality. Oh, I will say, go fit to come my home. Make you come see my mama. I will say, go fit to come my home. Make you come, baby. They make you sign gun, they make you woji, they make you be sad anybody don't come on you. I want no more lulujuli when Saint Eronji. Make by me what buy it, and what is this now? We come when it to rule and I see to learn it. The only message is the poor as tomate. I saw you and boy, and the memumiti, and mummy lenimity, see bell remiti, or in me lumbangilit, bear on me lumiti. Definitely can't be accused of not playing uh, different types of music. Um, Absolutely. Wow, that was uh, that that sounded African. The what we brought last last week, uh, although it was Afrobeat, it was kind of like it'd been modernised. It's almost the Caribbean sound of that, almost. You know. Yeah, it sounded like the Caribbean. It made me want to go and yeah. get a coconut and drink the water out of it with a straw. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, Sophie, being someone who's done a lot of travelling, would you say that the traveling has influenced the way you write music a hundred percent i think going back to what i said before it's just um i'm very much inspired by things that i experience daily or stories i hear daily um and i feel like you know depending on culture and weather and different people and you know different places it just it impacts on the way you write because if I'm sitting here, like where I live right now is quite rural. It's a, it's in a lovely, it's just outside a lovely fishing village called Ballycotton. And so I'm very close to the ocean. And I'm just, you know, a lot of it 
is inspired by my surroundings and by stories I hear and it, it things like that are very different to what I experienced when I was traveling abroad you know um, living on a, a tropical island the the atmosphere is different the the environment is different and and I think that makes for an interesting writing process and evolution of a style of a sound because I feel like over the years has changed a lot and I think that's mainly because of where I am in the world. So would you say that um, obviously different places, different regions, different countries have their own like have genres that are that synonymous with their country? Would you say that the uh, travelling has influenced the sound as well? Rather, not I mean obviously the the places and the experience have have affected your, your songwriting because of your experiences. But what about the sound? The sound massively because. Um, you know it's funny like I feel like when we were on St. Helena writing our debut album I felt like our sound was a, a bit dancier and there we experimented with a lot of beats and a lot a lot of different sounds I mean we we scrolled through thousands of sounds to get the sounds that we did get and we were very experimental with that and I feel like we were inspired by what we were experiencing there and that was very much based on where we were um, influencing the, the types of sounds we were using whereas now as I say I'm back in this little village in in rural Ireland and I feel like we're very much focused on stripped back acoustic sound and uh, and again I think that is down to where I am in the world right now okay well I'm gonna play a song of yours now called Dangerous is this off a previous album this was off our first album um perfect which came out in 2019 and this was one of the ones that we would have written on saint helena okay so yeah this is kudos by no it's not at all that's not right this is dangerous by kudos
So that was Dangerous by Kudos. Um, another sounded like a, a bittersweet song. Is that a theme that you you run with with your music, or have I just chose um, just happened to choose the two songs that uh, have that f- f- uh, feel about them? Um, I think a, a few of our songs do have that feel, but I like to think that we do have um, happy songs and songs that you know have hope in them. <laughs> I think that uh, the, the first two songs, yeah, they are they can uh, come across as bittersweet. I think with dangerous, what that whole thing is about is is love, but it's like that side of love where it's like you're kind of unsure and everyone's giving their like they're voicing their opinion on your relationship, and it's like one of those things you know where everyone's getting involved and you kind of just want to do your own thing and you're just I don't know I don't know how to explain it but it was just one of those things where it was like um you know not the the most fun side of love basically yeah I think I Um, I think I think we've all been there we've been that relationship where we know what people are saying we agree with them but because of the love and everything it's kind of like I know I'm making a mistake but it's my mistake to make and I want to make it and see it through to the end type thing even though you know deep down it's wrong that's that's the kind of thing and I think it sounds very dramatic in this song because I feel I get very dramatic when I'm writing I feel like I take something and I run with it and I I become very hyperbolic (laughs) with what I'm saying (laughs) so it sounds a lot more dramatic than what the situation was but um that I feel like you know everyone has their own perception on on that song um but I feel like what you're saying is how I feel about that song really What's the uh, what's the collaboration with Laura, who always writing songs and, and music and, and uh, you know arranging the work? So with Laura, um, what it is, myself and Laura. So obviously we're sisters, but we're actually like this sounds like made up, but we're best friends. We really are, and we're joint at the hip. So when we experience something, we have great empathy for each other. So if I start writing a song, Laura can jump in quite quickly because she understands the situation and she understands how I feel and vice versa and then you know we, we both would work on the lyrics we both work on the music and that goes for all our songs so sometimes it's more about my situation or more about her situation or about something I've heard about or something she's heard about and then there's occasions where we've experienced stuff together and then we've written on that together, which is quite a fun process because we just start throwing words on a piece of paper about maybe a night out and how good it was and my side of the night and her side of the night and what we experienced together. So that's it's a very collaborative um, process. And I think that what we have the most fun experimenting with then is the, the harmonizing and what layering of vocals that we do then. Um, I'll ask you. I was going to ask you some more questions about your music, but I think we'll play another song first because um, I'm quite interested in the production side of your music. But before we get into that, I'm going to play a song now by Lucy Dreams. Is it Experiencer? Yeah, it's Experiencer by Lucy Dreams. So people will come up to us and say it's a pretty good PR stunt you have there, and are often surprised to hear that Lucy really exists. Lucy is an independent system, it's based on digital and analog effects which we have created specifically for our audio production, for the music production. Um, So it could be seen as a mere AI, but we would like to go further and say it's an AB, an artificial band member, because the connection with Lucy has become a super intimate one and she's closely involved in the songwriting process. This is also why we've given her uh, a name, a face and a voice. 
2020. Well, for us it was a very successful year. We have released a couple of singles, um, an EP, Everything Comes in Waves, and we have played our first live shows. Yeah, we have received super feedback from all over the world. So we were like, okay, why not conquer this world with our music? It might sound megalomaniac, but that's pretty much what we want to do, what we believe in. It's just that we see so much potential in the music in this project. And this is also why we've decided to write an album. There were so many fascinating impulses in the collaboration with Lucy and also interesting impressions from reality and based on those we have written and composed the songs for Götterfunken. The first single for example is Dreamland, it's an invitation to a very or to my very personal and colorful retreat out of space. also take inspiration from art for the second single for example we're collaborating with the artist Esther Stocker she has given us in her unique style um, a whole new complexion Driver 2, we explore the question of our own relevance, also from Lucy's point of view. In a nutshell, well, the album is something really, really special for us. For me personally, I've never been so convinced about a project and for the first time I really want others to listen to my songs because I like them so much myself. A couple of days ago a friend of mine came up to me and said, looks like you found yourself. And yeah, I think he's right. Really, we want to surprise big time we want to exceed expectations and I'm convinced we can because we are working towards that goal with so much passion and joy at the moment. What maybe was a challenge beforehand has become an extremely exciting mission with Lucid Dreams. Your evils keep them close to you, they did. 
Dreams experience, huh? that was a kind of psych- semi-psychedelic synthy-pop wave type uh, thing, I quite liked it, it was quite um, nostalgic, it kind of took me back a bit, I like that, did you like that Mike? Yeah, I really liked it, His um, not so much the music itself, but the intro really reminded me, I'm kind of aging myself a bit here, in the 80s you had the likes of Laurie Anderson with you know Superman and Thomas Dolby and early OMD kind of music, where it was that experimental computer mm. stuff going on and I know this is way advanced from, from those times but kind of his intro kind of made me think about th- those days when people were really starting to experiment with technology in, in their music and uh, yeah I think it um, definitely I think it, it was a good intro to his music and, and I was really really uh, pleased with the sound of that I like that I agree with what you're saying however back then when they were doing it it was experimental and it was uh, it was like the first generation of those people using the technology and it was shit this is kind of like years <laughs> on the blokes. He, he, he's refined it, and it's a right. lot nicer now than it was back then. <laughs> uh, is this the kind of thing you listen to, Sophie? Yeah, do you know what? That was, I really enjoy that. It very much gave me, um, and I'm not saying they're similar in any kind of way, but it gave me the same kind of energy that I get from um, Empire of the Sun, which I absolutely love. So um, I really, really enjoyed that. We were talking about production on that then. Um, who does the... Do you do the, your own production on your music? So it's um, mostly actually my dad who is just amazing for doing that. But I would sit in in with him on all the production sessions. But uh, he's he's a whiz with the tech stuff. So um, I just try and convey what I want um, and we work on it together. But it's I have to give all the credit to him really. He's amazing for doing that. 
So when it comes to instrumentation, do you and your sister have like different parts to play? I mostly would play the the guitar and then the odd time I would do piano. So then when we're doing, you know, like in in uh, Dangerous there, you would have heard a lot of padding and different sounds. I would be doing a lot of those keys um, as well as my dad. And then Laura then does play a lot of piano. She's really good. She's got lovely techniques there. So we, we kind of, it depends song to song, but um, it varies between piano, guitar, and then adding in the different sounds. I was in the song Dangerous, I was hearing some very synthesised uh, drums. Would that be your dad who did that? Yeah, that was my dad. Um, definitely him. Like, we'd sit in now and, like, we've a lot of the times it's great fun, um, but as you can imagine, sometimes then when you've three people that sometimes might want three different ideas, <laughs> compromising then and coming to a cohesive decision. But to be fair, we're always on the same wavelength, so it's never too much of a task and um, we have a lot of fun with that mm. would you say your dad's a drummer or were they programmed drums uh they're programmed drums definitely um he's he's just very talented he's he plays guitar himself and he's a vocalist so the fact that he can do all this and has very much um shown us the ropes in terms of music uh that he can do that and has a vision and and can see the bigger picture sometimes that I can't even see with my own music that he kind of points me in a direction and um, or we discuss different options that I might see something and he might see something different and um, that I find that a very fun part of the process and then Laura then as well you know the three of us picking different things but uh, he he definitely guides a lot of the the production for us. And how does that translate on stage because your whole PR thing is the two sisters isn't it so if you're on stage I'm guessing your dad doesn't join you in the background on a keyboard? No he doesn't so on stage what it has been um, up until uh, you know unfortunately lockdown uh, we were a combination of playing instruments as well as him in the background so literally at the side of the stage or behind stage um pressing <laughs> buttons <laughs> you're not um, showing your face you'll stand at the side out the way <laughs> no it was more because like that's where he could get the technology to connect up to generally um that was very much our set would have been that when we were especially after the the first album it was very much a lot of synthy sounds and beats and um that we needed him to do that while we played instruments and i feel now it's especially over lockdown i even feel in the last two years our sound has evolved a lot and then in a sense has been completely stripped back because we're definitely headed more in an acoustic way at the moment um and what we're focusing on as you said the two sisters thing um it's mostly our vocals and experimenting with that and the harmonies that we do so that in in terms of stage that's what it that's where we're at now is the the acoustics and vocals and harmonies cool um what we're gonna do is we're gonna play one more song and we'll i'm gonna ask you about um the distribution side of things because obviously we've got mike with us and um you've changed over so we'll ask a bit about that in a minute and anything else that mike you want to ask um yeah so what we're gonna do now is we're gonna. We've got two more songs to play. We've got one one that I've brought, and we'll play out with your latest track, Sophie. And you can tell us all about that in a minute as well. So, I'm gonna play now uh, a song called called "The Slump" by Skinner. 
Hi, my name is Skinner. I'm an artist based in Dublin and I make no wave disco kind of grunge music. And I'm influenced by bands like ESG, James Chance and the Contortions and the B-52s. I just recently released my latest single called The Slump out on Faction Records. And it's a song I wrote to try and get myself out of my own slump. I wanted to make something that was upbeat and kind of humorous and something you could dance to to forget about everything. I'm going to be going on tour with Silverbacks for their Irish dates. And I've also got my own headline show coming up in the Workman's Club on the 20th of May in Dublin, which you should check out. I hope you enjoy the song and I hope it takes you out of your slump. Enjoy.
that was In the Slump by Skinner. This has been a very 80s influenced evening by uh that was that that was very experimental and very if the if the last one was semi psychedelic, that one was fully psychedelic. But um I liked I liked his uh, use of sounds and textures in the the song. It was um yeah, was this your kind of thing, Mike? Well, I'll tell you something, uh, based on the intro, and, and as someone who's not a musician or, or and not a songwriter, I I really, what I really love about music, and it goes for your music as, as well, Sophie, is that the the ability for people to put their emotions into words and the music. I mean, the, the, the whole theme of that song is getting out of a slump, right? And, and a lot of people in the world don't have that outlet right and i just think that for some people that are going to sit down and make music uh, and and you know and not only get themselves out of a slump by writing music but even hopefully reach out and touch people and get them list their listeners out of a slump through their music you know it, it's such a powerful gift to have right and I, I just really uh and i just kind of the theme of that song maybe just made me kind of think of that just how, how lucky people are to be able to sit down and and make music i agree yeah what did you think of this one uh, Sophie is this something that would go on your playlist oh absolutely I'm adding it as we speak I absolutely <laughs> loved that um, class as well that he's from Dublin but it was, it was really fun like as you were both saying like it's so experimental and I love that but you can fully feel yourself like through the song going through the motions of what he's going through and then like uh, by the end of it I really was having a good bop over here for myself to, <laughs> to getting out of the slump but I really enjoyed it yeah, I think that's what music should do. It should um, extend to the to the listener the the feelings that you're going through somehow. And uh, I th- yeah, I think that does it. And I think your music does it uh, really well. The music that I've listened to so far, I think your music does that really well. I said we was going to play one more song, but we have um, uh, we also I've missed a section having a mic. We've got the wild card to do. You may recognise that sound bite from the A-side. I'm bringing it yeah. over because it is technically a wild card. So, yeah, um, absolutely. And it's one of our f- well on on the A-side. It's one of our favourite um, sections. So, uh, what we do different on the B-side though is rather than uh, randomly go through the thousands of emails on the B-side, I go onto Twitter and I put out. Uh, I, Obviously, you're both on social media and you, you see random people just put on Twitter or whatever, drop your music or need your music. Then they know what the, the, these people know when they're just ran, ran, random people who've just put drop your music and they get thousands and thousands of responses. So, what I do is I go on Twitter and I say drop your music and then I choose the first one. However, I didn't do that today because somebody just randomly commented their song. But this happens a lot, to be fair. But somebody happened to do it today. Just commented their song on. Um, I posted a, a bit of promo for an episode, and they just dropped their music there. So I thought I'll use that. So I haven't listened to this yet. I don't know what it sounds like. It's uh, it could be could be absolutely dog shit. Could be amazing. <laughs> I don't know. But it's uh, from. Well, we've been pleasantly surprised so far. I mean, the last couple of times were really good. Yeah, but it's always if you on on Twitter, it's always it always seems to be hip hop. Um, mm, yeah, it's true. I mean, actually, the, the last one was anyway, <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, a few of them have been good anyway so far. Yeah, maybe one or two. Um, that big shout the market, out but. to the big shout out to last week's because um, we played the music and then she went and bought us a virtual coffee over at buymeacoffee.com oh, really? forward slash yhhtmp. Um, so thank you for that. Um, so this this guy, I mean, it could be a, I, I don't know. This person hmm. is called Novelist Me. Novelist Me. Novelist Me. When the song is called Never. Now, let me see if I can find a bit about this person. No, it's definitely a guy. Novelist Me has lived and written recorded in Sydney, New York and London. His music is a project against the dark forces of Ed Sheeran and Adele <laughs> and taking 15 people to write a song. He has been featured by Steve Lamack and Tom Robinson on BBC Six Music and has been supported by a myriad of local radio stations, bloggers, playlisters and publications who help independent music alive. That sounds like us, that's what we do. Novelist Ooh. Me writes, records and masters every noise you can hear. Um, doesn't really say anything else about him. What 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 do you expect to hear from this music? Oh, oh, I could. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard no to tell, isn't it? it, it, it yeah, I mean, I, based on it what doesn't give said, anything like the, away. The dark side. I'd say it's probably going to be heavy. Probably, on, I, I'm going to go with uh, with metal. Mm, I think he's trying to stay poppy because he mentions Ed Sheeran and Del. It's kind of like he's he's fighting against them because they're they're mainstream and they have like a yeah. massive teams behind them. He wants to be independent and do this all by himself, but produce this. I think he might be trying to be kind of like singer songwriter type thing. What do you think, Sophie? Any any thoughts? Uh, I'm leaning towards more what you were saying. I think fighting against the the mainstream thing and kind of. Um singer songwriter vibes so that's that's the vibe i'm getting here okay though so this then is novelist me with his song never
so that was novelist me with never that was our wild card definitely keeping in vibe with the hour with the whole 80s thing that's been going on um quite surprised it makes it makes a change from the uh, past two weeks i suppose that was really good mm, it's all right really it's like okay that. maybe a little bit repetitive for me personally it felt like it Maybe he could have done that on a loop pedal, but um, it was it was it was good though. I, I, I think I'd stick that on my playlist. I would. I, I really would. enjoy that. Yeah, I loved the guitaring in it. It was like such a I'm gonna get in my car now and just drive. Like it was just I enjoyed that a lot. Did you ever watch the TV series The Misfits? No, oh, never. Um, no, I've never seen that. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen it on TV, but I've never watched it. That's a conversation killer, then. Uh, move Sorry. on. Sorry. <laughs> no, um, the, the theme theme tune to the theme tune to the Misfits it, um, sounded a little bit like that type thing. The guitar did anyway. But yeah, what well, what well, that was good. That was good. I I, I did enjoy it. Um, in fact, I think I might put it on my playlist. So yeah, that. Um, oh, as always, all the artists and everything we play, you can find everything in the show notes. Um, before we go, uh, before we go, let's say, um, let's say a few more things to you, Sophie. Um, you're part of Michael's uh, stream on distro thing, distribution thing. I don't think we've had anybody on yet that's been part of his uh, distribution network. How come you changed? Um, so. Mike has been super supportive. As he said earlier, he's been on the journey from day dot with us. And he kind of reached out to us and explained his network. And he's so kindly added us to a few of his own playlists anyway. So I just really enjoyed the community he had built um, and how supportive everybody is and continues to be. And um, so when we were releasing Fragile Thoughts, he he had messaged us around the time and he mentioned again about the the distribution, and uh, I I'm delighted that we use um, Stream and Distro for Fragile Thoughts because um, looking at even some of the playlists that uh, he's managed to get us onto is uh, like there's one in particular he sent me the other day, and I just was beaming from ear to ear because it was all my favorite artists with like very specific songs that not many people have even heard. And my song was in amongst them, and I just like our song. Sorry, I was in amongst it, and it and, and it was just um, it was really nice to see that. So I've really um, enjoyed uh, being a part of this with Mike. Thank you, Mike. Hey, excellent. <laughs> Thank you. It's the personal aspect of it all as well. I don't suppose that if you're on the stream on Distro, not stream on or the one that you came from, which was I suppose we shouldn't name them, really, should we? No, um, we shouldn't. I'm, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, I believe that. I, I um, t- to be honest, I can't. I can't fault them at all. What What Michael I've noticed does he's more personal. He he will go out of his way to find out more about you. He doesn't just provide a service where you just upload to him and then he'll put and then take your money. He's, he'll, he'll go out of his way to come on a podcast with you and do promo and things like that. It, like, uh, there aren't many um, distribution networks that would do go the extra mile and do promo for you and that type of thing. Would you say that's been a big benefit? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, this is my very first podcast, so thank you for that. Um, 
yeah <laughs> um but it just in general as i said with the the playlists and everything it really was so specific to our taste and to our style and how our style has evolved and and he hasn't brushed past how it's evolved like he's very much been um, following the journey and supporting it and it, it is that personal touch that has been just amazing because um, I feel like he knows what we want from following what we do on socials and and and, in, and even from the type of music that we write he knows exactly what playlists are suited to our music or what we're suited to so I, I'm really grateful for that. So he's not just doing it as a thing like uh, some people do he, he's you can tell that he actually cares and that's the thing because like as they say i can't fault any um distribution services that i've used like they, they've all been fantastic but this really is um another level because again it is just that personal touch just it, it adds value it adds so much value to what we do and being part of stream on distro it would only be uh, prudent of me to send you an invite to our um as uh, our, our personal uh, I can't keep calling it a secret society it sounds like some, <laughs> some sort of but yeah you, we'll send you an invite to our social network thing and we, on there you can post all your stuff when you release it and because we, we will definitely see it you'll be part of our family part of our community and you get a chance to be on these type of things more often it's an um, yeah well you don't have to accept the invite but we'll extend the hand anyway <laughs> no thank you so much for the I, the, the secret society sounds fascinating oh, when it you is, said it earlier it sounds like... really sad when I say it now at the time when I was typing it out I thought this is so cool but now I'm thinking oh, this sounds really pathetic um, yeah come and join our secret society you'll learn a handshake and everything um, <laughs> no yeah. I enjoy it I think, I think it sounds cool but yeah it's just a network and a family and a a community of other artists and other creators and like I say we've got music bloggers on there we've got other podcasters and yeah right um oh anything else to add Mike anything else to ask no yeah. you guys did a great job I was just staying quiet and letting you guys talk <laughs> but listen Sorry, I appreciate all the uh, all the good words and kind words you were saying there so thank you so we're gonna play out now with your song your new song, your latest song, which is called, and I should know this, I don't. Fred. Fragile, Fragile Thoughts. Thoughts. Fra- Fragile Thoughts, very professional of me. Um, <laughs> so what's the, do you want to tell us a bit about this song? Yeah, so do you know what, I'm glad that this is the last one because, um, not that, <laughs> that sounds so bad, oh, this is the last one, thank God. Um, I'm glad that this is the last song that we're playing because, um, uh, the rest have made us sound very miserable but I like to think Fragile Thoughts is a, a song of hope because um, it was inspired and this sounds absolutely daft but it was very much inspired from a dream I had one night and you know the way in dreams you can fly and you can talk to who you want and you become president and it doesn't matter like it's your dream and you can do whatever you want um, and I woke thinking like why does it seem so easy to do stuff in dreams and then not so much in real life that like you can't just walk up to somebody and say what you want to say or and I don't mean that in like <laughs> in a crazy way I just mean like you know um it more in the in the aspect of love that you know why are people so scared to um 
wear their hearts on their sleeves and uh, that's what this song is about is about having that hope and um, having the courage to be bold and dream and and to say what you want to say this this song has been released hasn't it yeah it has it came out on the it came out on valentine's day okay cool um yeah so we're going to play out with that song now and uh yeah we'll finish on a on, on an upbeat so sophie i just want to say thank you for joining us and taking time out it's been absolutely awesome Oh, it's been amazing to speak to you both this evening. So thank you for having me on your show. Michael, thank you. Oh, as always, yeah. And uh, Sophie, hopefully I'll hear from you in the near future. Absolutely. Awesome. So uh, until next time, I've been Richie. I've been Mike. Our guest has been... Sophie from Kudos. Thank you for listening, if indeed you still are. Goosebumps. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, that was phenomenal. Fabulous, isn't it? I love the the way uh, you and your sister work together with those uh, harmonies because 
a lot of time when you hear people harmonise, it just sounds like two people and not that it sounds bad most of the time it does sound good when they harmonize but you can it's, it's just two people harmonizing this felt like one voice with an extra mm. nuance it's like a really beautiful voice with a nuance to it it's kind of like you you both blended into one unique voice it's absolutely phenomenal i'm delighted you enjoyed that thank you that will be going on my playlist oh i'm delighted Summer is right around the corner, and you know what that means. Cooking out, diving in, and soaking up a whole lot of sunshine. The Home Depot has everything you need to start your summer right. Upgrade your cookout game with Traeger grills and smokers. Then gather around a new Hampton Bay patio set with family and friends. It feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot with savings on summer fun. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.